0: It is Friday the 18th of November 2022 and this is episode 415 of Digital Outbox. Hello, welcome along to another episode. Chris is here and Ian is opposite. Hello, Ian. Uh, good morning, Chris. Yeah, um, it's
1: uh, morning time as well. Exciting. It, it, it's morning. It's been a while. and we yeah. spent the last 10 minutes trying to force me to pronounce unpronounceable words. <laughs> oh,
0: baiting. It was very fun, actually. I've had a lot it's of fun. It's fun for you. It just Most me laugh. <laughs> purple burglar alarm. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right yes it has been a little while since we've spoken to you the uh, twitter is in meltdown we'll come to that later on but also had a lot of hardware announcements as we approach the holiday season um everyone getting their propositions out there so there's going to be a lot of hardware base and we'll just cover off the kind of rough uh, rough and tumble of what's been going on but going to start with um sky stream which is arriving uh, soon and that's uh, basically the ability to have Sky TV without the satellite dish. They released their Sky Glass proposition last year, was it? Um, But you had to buy a whole TV to get that, but they didn't have a satellite dish with it. Now you can basically buy the dongle that allows you to do that. So, um, yes, we've been sort of anticipating this for years, and and finally it's here.
1: Uh, Yeah, Germany had it a couple of years ago, and we we talked about it because I'm still a Sky subscriber. You were, and we did talk about the whole almost like an unbundling of hardware and just just give me a streaming part just you know, you you do it basically with Now TV anyway, so... Uh,
0: yeah, it's, it was strange that Now TV is there, has been there, because kind I of go to? Now they've got a little set-top box that allows them to do it. it you know, it's basic um, HD streaming, but you can get a, uh, 4K and HDR add-ons to it. The biggest thing you lose out on is, um, you know, recording and the ability to go back. Obviously, on-demand is such a big thing now. Maybe that's not such an issue. Um, but, uh, yeah, you do lose that flexibility of being able to record shows.
1: I do wonder, because I do record shows but I do think it's just old an old habit because most of the stuff's available anyway just to go and stream. There's a few things that aren't, so I think some of the live things tend to not get streamable um, but most most things, now you know you look at things like House of the Dragons, why bother recording it? Because even in Sky you record it and it's not the Ultra HD version with HDR, you need to go and find that and, and actually stream it, that, it streams actually streams the content anyway yeah yeah so mm. um, but so, so I, I think it's um i think writing's in the wall probably for that traditional you know buy a box or noise hard drive in it well th- and think of
0: the expense of putting satellites up in the sky when you just don't need to and actually the infrastructure is now in place to 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 stream that content down the only thing i worry about is with more and more people going into the internet to stream and you know the 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 data bandwidth usage of everybody's TV coming down their pipes is going to be cause pressure on the already, you know, sometimes creaking infrastructure. Um so it really does rely on this rollout of fibre and, and having networks that really can cope with that um volume of traffic.
1: Uh, are you maybe getting fiber installed outside your house today because
0: literally you might hear some n- knocking <laughs> around in the background as they s- try and slice and pull uh various fiber cables through but yeah that's gonna you know even for my villages it's happening and it's you know it's happening all around the village here and so i'm guessing it is happening elsewhere around the country as well i know by you you're getting some options in there so it does feel like we're moving forward but equally like I say, they're upgrading the infrastructure, but if it's suddenly influxed by tons of streamers, then then it could be a problem. Also, the costing wise, you're not you're not saving anything over having the full Sky uh, broadband. I mean, again, they're try. I guess they're trying not to self cannibalize, um, but but yeah, it's it's still quite expensive for what is a little puck which allows you to stream data. In which, you know, you could argue it could just be a,
1: a smart TV app. If you, if you go back, I'm I'm, I'm thinking six. Five four years, and it felt like all the streaming options were a cheap way of watching more content, and you could ditch your big cable subscription. And now you're just paying more. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah, it, yeah, we, just, yeah, it's more yeah. and more and more. Yeah. We, we, we talked about it with the whole split of Premier rights across like Sky and BT. Ultimately, you know, so there's a competition argument in there, but consumer at the end still pays more.
0: Indeed. So that's uh, yeah, what's that called? Sky Stream. So that interesting
1: times amazon no, have no doubt had crofty will spend every waking <laughs> f1 minute talking about it
0: Skystream. Is his job as a co-commentator now as i uh, <laughs> my commentator <laughs> buddy he um <laughs> wow. i understand his wow. pressures uh amazon uh, kindle Look, amazon have had their kind of uh big events so they've got tons and tons of stuff one of the interesting ones kindle has been sort of stationary now for probably five years something like that since we've had a big change in the kindle market uh but they've now kind of combined what is a traditional kindle into what we would know as a sort of uh well Remarkables, the ma the main the main one that's the sort of uh, e-ink uh, notepads where you can use a pencil and actually draw and write so they've combined the two together so you can have your kindle but also have it as a sort of scribe uh tablet as well so eat e-paper if you like in in that kind of grayscale. so quite an interesting combination of tools there and like i say remarkable is probably the most famous one that's in that arena at the moment um and yeah they've come in with the kindle which seems like a really good fit i know kindle owners have been asking for this for ages
1: uh, yeah, and it looks it looks a decent device. You know, I I think the days of Kindles looking ugly is is done. You know, they're they're, you know, well designed. Um, you know, the pen spot looks good. It's not just, you know, you can scribble in documents, you can take your own notes, you can edit PDFs, you know, they've got some office integration. It can display save web pages and other file formats. Um I guess the downside, <laughs> black and white
0: yeah so it is it is very much pen, pencil on paper i mean i i don't know whether they'll nail it remarkable too one of the biggest things about that is the f- texture feels like a, a pencil on paper effectively so it's got a very natural feel with the friction levels on it whereas if you use like the iPads, um pen on an ipad glass you don't get that kind of frictiony feel um, and that's one of the sort of benefits i don't know whether they're going to have nailed that but um certainly that'll be something people i know are keen on and that's one of the reasons why they're remarkable so well uh, received but they've got various um speakers and the new dots and the new dashes and the new echo auto which basically all ways of having your amazon alexa speaker sort of injected into your different environments so um nothing really to talk about there other than that they're just uh, say largely the latest updates to those um they have got a A sort of strange sort of bedside wake-up alarm which monitors your sleeping not via cameras there hasten to add but it does watch your breathing and stuff so no one knows what it's doing at the moment but there's some interesting directions they're going with on that front as well as sort of updates to their home cameras and security which obviously is kind of a big um, thing for them at the moment
1: yeah and I thought so you know which they own um so they're now doing like a power over ethernet option for you know the, the little wireless um, access points, which again is 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 more it's 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 more a uh, enterprise you know it, you know working enterprise you're used to seeing a lot of these things are all just powered over the Ethernet and that's the way it works, um tend to see a lot less in the home so I think good to mm. see that because again it just takes another you know if you're in the home you don't need two cables and you don't need a power and Ethernet cables you know there's there's options there. um but yeah it's it, it was a a very typical kind of um, Amazon update where it's like every device got, a, you know, here's a new feature, price much the same, yeah. but just more capable. Um, the no, TVs, and, though, came out with
0: quite a significant bump. Um, so whereas the first round of Amazon branded TVs were really kind of real budget, you know, price conscious, They've um, they've gone a little bit more towards the sort of slightly heavier tech on it, and obviously the prices have gone up uh, to reflect that. But it was interesting to see in the TV market they felt that they needed to be a little bit more on the ball rather than just being totally price focused.
1: Uh, Yeah, and the the specs the specs look really good when you look through it. Um, You know, probably the biggest ding from a gaming perspective, the limited to sixty hertz. So I think for us, I don't
0: think anyone's buying uh, an Amazon TV for you know any particularly strong gaming credentials
1: i mean the fact that the the fact that they're up to like a QLED, you know tape display panel now you know is you know, they're, yeah they're, with how many there. dimming zones and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah it shows how done. much
0: how far forward the the sort of main technology partners are because obviously this will all be just uh rebranded other you know other i don't know who does the underlying uh, um sort of hardware on it um but yeah we got you know various home smart you know smart home updates and uh and you know, just sort of a, things to just move on the empire. But yeah, it was um nothing groundbreaking, just sort of a step forward in in all the different directions, I guess, in in a way that you might expect.
1: I, I, and I guess what we didn't see was I'm thinking back because they talked about the little trundling robot around the house. They talked about their kind of alarm drone. I don't, Good point. I don't actually, think yep. any of that's ever been launched.
0: I think those they did certainly in I don't know if it was officially beta or whatever, but I know that I did see people out in the world with those uh, robots, so you could go and get it. But you're right, that's taken a real back seat, and that's it's interesting when you you don't look at the things that you've been shown; it's the things that you haven't been shown, and that is interesting actually.
1: Well, I find, and I find, uh, I think Amazon and Google definitely, you know, they they've got what these maybe call more moonshots. They're they're trying things to test the market. Whereas Apple are the late entries, will do a more polished. So you, you know what what Apple has in the keynote tends to arrive. Um, yep. And I find where Amazon and Google, what you know, things fade up. quietly, get shuttered yeah.
0: and, yeah, silently. No, delivered. Google
1: I O has been famous for each year that probably eighty percent of it may never appear. And you know, the software well, stuff tends to be but.
0: Well, we had Google, you know, we had Google event as well. Um, um Well, we've had, yeah, Google announcements anyway. Um And one thing that is not quietly going away, well, it is going away, but it's not, it, it didn't sort of quietly go away. Stadia is shutting down. So their gaming streaming service, Um it is uh, going to be shut down for good. And, and people who bought via the Google store for the sort of opening founders pack edition will get refunded. Um, and you get you won't be able to play games um and it's sort of going until is it early next year before it actually all gets the plug is actually finally pulled
1: it's um they hope to have all the um they hope to have the refunds completed by mid-january and it goes january 18th yep. I mean, I, I fair, fair play to them for doing the refunds because i mean when when did you buy that is that three years I yeah can't, I can't it was officially revealed march 2019
0: but, so uh, yeah, be... then I don't think it officially took the orders until a little bit later, I can't remember exactly, yeah
1: so it's it's about three years um so fair play for them for, you know, so you've bought it through Google you've especially it,
0: as right? you've got a controller and a dongle with it, it's like you know, and it was a you know ultimately a Chromecast four k so it wasn't, yeah, they didn't need to refund me, but then I guess I'm not fully invested if I had bought a whole ton of games and put them into a library, expecting to be able to play them well that's that's the kind of person they're having to refund because that you know they spend enough money on those games and they're not getting refunded for those games
1: either. So it's but, was... but it's strange because there's there's you know maybe less so on the Apple side. Um but there's certainly Android devices and you know Samsung devices that have only had two years worth of support and then yeah. don't get any upgrades and, and it doesn't you know nobody you know doesn't have big news around you know people didn't get refunds. You no know, nobody was asking Google to do this. Um, but the technology
0: I mean that technology will live on in many different guises we're seeing other sort of people you know i've just been using the xbox sort of live streaming recently and it's very slick um you know so it will get used that same kind of technology elsewhere but google have just clearly found that i think the problem with them it was because it was a subscription service that you didn't get any games really i mean they occasionally released a freebie that you could go and use or whatever but it was it didn't unlock it's not like uh, you subscribe to netflix and then you get all the movies it was like subscribing to netflix and then also having to buy each individual movie yeah which is yeah. which is the reality of trying to stream a 4K or even a, just a 1080p over the internet. It needs somewhere with a computer and hardware and all that kind of shebang to do it. So the reality yeah. of doing it is not like just streaming some data to get a movie out the other end.
1: No, we talked about at the time that the model just felt wrong. You know, that, that if you're paying the one to the screen, and I know we pay monthly subscriptions for things like Xbox Live and PlayStation to play online, but this felt, this felt more. This felt like you were... You're you're paying for a privilege to to play, and here's a library, but you need to buy the library, and that's yeah. it. Just wasn't appealing, um, particularly, no. you know. So so I'm interested because you said you just you've been trying, um, the Xbox Cloud Gaming, which I've all I've done is try it from a technical standpoint and thought well that looks good, but I've never actually. Done it in anger
0: so it felt um so it feels much more natural where it is which is this is an option if you want to play games and you're not at home so it had a perfect scenario where i had my ipad um i had my you can you can basically bluetooth your your xbox controller to your ipad um and then you can just connect to their cloud gaming server and play you know whatever games are activated for that via your controller and and it feels much more natural that you can have that as an add-on rather than that being the full service you know that is just something you can do optionally uh, and it it worked very well you know I I played uh, a bit of um Forza Horizon and and it it you know it wasn't pristine but it was you know it was easily good enough uh especially in that kind of i wasn't expecting it to be anything so it was nice that it, you know it was fairly responsive and and it was pretty pretty good
1: uh, especially the i mean because i've always thought first person shooters racing games are the ones where you'll notice a um latency disconnect you know between what you're doing what you're seeing
0: I think I would have seen it if I'd played online. It was because I was just doing the sort of chore tasks yeah. of going through yep. races
1: that were pretty easy anyway.
0: Had it been online, I probably noticed it a little bit more. But it was nevertheless quite an impressive bit of tech, and for a lot of games which aren't that time sensitive and and lag sensitive, it was it was absolutely fine. And, and like I say, it was really easy to set up and use. And and it, and that whole infrastructure in the Xbox Empire of you know being able to save your whole game state and it syncs to a cloud server means that. I could bring up and i could carry out my forza activities and i know that that's all going to get saved back when i loaded back the game on uh you know on my main xbox it was all mm. synced and all the tasks were where i'd left them on the cloud gaming server which is isn't my console isn't my game is you know completely cloud-based so yeah clever and yeah well
1: in integrated so. and, and i think that model i'm seeing more people talk about it where um you know play on my main gaming pc but then you know 11 o'clock at night headphones on i'll use a steam deck you know, and just yeah. pick up and play. Yes, it's lesser, but it's still it's actually still a really good gaming environment for the for for where I am wanting to play it. Yeah,
0: it's and say it's, it's clever and how they do it nowadays. Anyway, um, also Google. So we are talking about the Google event. the stage is shutting down was one of their bit bit of news from just after we last podcast. But they've had a Pixel event since, and they released or they uh, you know put, properly put out their Pixel Seven. Uh, and alongside that, they actually shoved in their. Pixel 7 um watch sorry the the the, the Pixel f- watch went with it and you could, they gave it away free if you bought the the Pixel 7. Uh, I think it was with the Pro device I can't remember exactly which one's it came with but uh but nevertheless Pixel 7 ended up being what we all expected. It was pretty much all leaked ahead of time anyway which was Again, more capable cameras, a bump up in hardware, but nothing sort of revolutionary. Um, I'm sure behind the scenes, they've got more going on. But ultimately, from a user's perspective, uh, there wasn't anything majorly um, sensitive going on there. But yeah, the watches all looked very nice, very circular format watches. uh, And you're telling me that that they haven't been particularly well reviewed.
1: No, they weren't. Because I, I actually thought the design looked really. There's something about Google's design language right now that I really like. Same with when you look at the. you know, And, and again, good for a podcast. I'm looking at the <laughs> looking at the picture <laughs> in, in the show notes of like the Pro Seven. There's you know, just something about the design language of the software and Android that, I, that just is really nice. It's just you know it's, it feels a bit more organic around it. I just just like it. And when I saw the round Pixel Watch, I was like, that looks. Don't know. Looks looks really nice, but it, they were reviewed. It was pretty average review, um, and I think there was a feeling as well that that you know, spec wise, there wasn't a huge amount in them either. You know, it wasn't trying to compete with a you know with an Apple Watch.
0: No, I don't think i you know, and and why would they try and compete with that? Especially now, Apple Watch have put it into the kind of extreme out there, you know, ultra stuff. Uh, and it picks, you know, ultimately, Android Wear or Android Watch has never really penetrated but giving it away free as part of the hardware for people to try it out um i'm sure got some interest and in some you know i'm sure people are now more aware of what it can do and maybe they'll get more feedback at that point as to what they need to you know what direction it needs to go in
1: and another bit was the because they've been on and off round this so they kind of killed their tablets and then announced earlier this year that they're going to bring tablets back yeah so there was a preview of it um and again they have this kind of concept of you can take your tablet um, and put it on a dock and then use that as a like a home device. And there's rumours that the next iPads are going to do something very similar. You know, that rather than it just being a, you know, when I put the tablet down, it's, you know, it's it's, it's dead. It's like, can you put it on somewhere and use that as a screen and camera? Use it as a screen
0: for your, yeah, for this yeah home deck or wherever you, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah which makes I, makes a lot of sense because ultimately they are just mini tablets that are sat on those devices anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I think that's going to be something we'll see probably a few people doing next year with this idea of put it down, you know, magnets, wireless charging, and um, and at the same time it could be a photo frame. You could be using that for music. You could be using that for your recipes. You know, that whole Alexa type eight inch, ten inch kind of device. It's like just just have a dock for it.
0: So yeah, Google. We also have um, some the new uh, Meta Pro. So obviously this is yeah, th- yeah moving into that environment of what's next in VR and and obviously with all the metaverse that we keep hearing about and and actually it's quite a lot of negative uh, negativity around that whole environment. But where we've gone from that really cheap headset, um, you know. We we talk about it in that Christmas present type of arena. They are now th- this next one. They've moved into back into the expensive arena. We're talking fifteen hundred dollars for this thing, um, and it is. I mean, but from all intents and purposes, it sounds like an impressive piece of hardware. Um, but it's certainly a move away from what was a four hundred dollar Quest Two.
1: Yeah, and so so again, because we've been tardy, so this is now out. You can buy it. Yeah. Um, so it came out three weeks ago. Um, again, very mixed reviews. Um, more software letting it down which is a surprise when you think about i mean i mean meta are burning cash it really horrendous. are i mean it's tanking their their the yeah. market as well i mean it's amazing just the kind of i don't want to say downfall because that sounds i think that's overly dramatic but just they're, they're, it's, it's like all bets are on this and this hardware's come out it's not sold well they probably never thought it was going to sell well at its price um, there's a whole, and again, this is that you can you can sense where they've had to do the you know, a partnership with Microsoft, and Microsoft are still doing this all in on you know wherever wherever your platform is, we want to be there. So you've now got Teams and Office and Windows and Xbox, but it's not an Xbox VR solution. It's just you can do the kind of cloud gaming, and you've got a big screen, a, a screen it's, in front of you. Yeah. yeah so it's all it all it all makes sense and some of the again some of the kind of early promise of vr was this idea of i can have a and and i still remember the demo at microsoft i I put a um hololens hololens you put a hololens on and you drew your screen wherever you wanted it to be and it it persisted you know so you had a team's chat happening over you know left-hand wall and you would turn and do something else and then you'd turn back and it was still there but this idea that you wouldn't have, you know, do I need physical screens? But the downside is, that with the hardware we've got at the moment, I'm not going to wear this for eight or nine or ten hours a day. I'll wear no, it for like an hour
0: or two tops. Definitely still not there. And and from what I've seen of the metaverse in general, it's not the draw that, you know, again, it, what it reminds me of so strongly is, have you ever heard about the next game that Peter Molyneux was going to be developing? It was always this, uh, you know, the the vision of it was absolutely amazing. It was technology three leaps beyond. Everyone was getting wowed. And then the actual delivery of it was always disappointing. In fact, that's pretty much every single Peter Molyneux game. Whilst there were still some great games that came out, uh, the actual, if you listen to the initial vision compared to what you got delivered, and that's exactly what we have with this metaverse, what it feels like is actually almost worse than second life do you remember second life the game i do i do and and that kind of delivered these same things and this was what a decade 15 years ago it was doing that yeah. uh, nuts and and now they're trying to do it in this vr thing which obviously does add another layer to it uh, but the delivery of what they're delivering is just no- nowhere near the vision uh, and and then you understand how much they've plowed into this and it's just crazy nutty I mean, you can see why they huge. need to bring money in and, and yeah. all that into it because huge you know I, I, and it's I, I all just, silly things like microtransactions that you go into a comedy club and you have to pay to give applause and things like that it's, it's like yeah you're yeah. scrabbling around right now this is uh this is not working
1: I, 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 next, next year will be interesting because we should see the quest 3 so mark zuckerberg was on a podcast and confirming quest 3 is coming so it'll be interesting to see what the I guess that, you know, the, the device that, because in some ways the hardware, although it's packaged in a much more powerful headset, it's not doing that much more above the Quest 2. So it's, you know, it's less bloody. Um, it's a bit clearer, but it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not, it's not what, it's not three times the value. It's and not know, that Quest, generational step yeah, forward, now. Quest is sitting at $500. This is sitting at $1,500. Are you getting three times the, you know, the enjoyment out of it? You're not. It's I wonder not, whether
0: they are trying to scrape back some costs, but equally, I wonder whether... Um, yeah, it's just this is... Manufacturing nowadays has gone up in price, and therefore... You know, it has. Just...
1: And the other interesting one will be Apple. So Apple's headset is rumoured for... Uh, they're talking about March. It now looks like its production starts March, so it, it feels like a, you know, a DC announcement. I
0: wouldn't be surprised if that thing ends up costing five grand, though.
1: They're talking about it being three to four grand. Okay. You know, they're talking about... Their, but they're pitching it the, the first run now you need to consider what microsoft sells what apple sells i mean they're talking about you know they want to sell 40 million devices and you know 10 10 million max a quarter and all that kind of stuff they're talking about the first year of it being i think it was seven or eight hundred thousand units so really limited you know not not um you know this is almost like dip the toe time i still think the hardware's not there for this mass market adoption
0: it will be interesting to see what Apple's take on that environment is, and whether they can take it forward anywhere. Um, and you, you know, it, it's nice to get some freshness into the environment. Um, but we did have also an Apple kind of announce, um, and in a kind of almost bit of a misstep, really. The the new iPads have come out, so we've already had the new iPad Air, um, but the new iPad and iPad Pro lineup came out, and it felt really a bit mishmashy and a bit disconnected in a in a very unApple way really so the uh, i guess it was hard for them to position the sort of standard ipad because they obviously want to keep it um at its cheap as uh, you know four four nine odd dollars to start with which is you know it's still incredibly cheap device but it, it meant they had to make some strange decisions over
1: hardware this time uh, yeah uh, it's it's and it's, it's even more interesting when you actually go to a store and they're all laid out next to each other. It's hard to tell the difference. You're looking at the devices going, I can't I can't see a difference here. And um, you really have to go to a spec page. So if you take, so the, 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 the top of the range, iPad Pro 12 looks the same as it always does. Um, and, it, and there's no other one size like it. So if you're looking for a 12.9 inch you know, big tablet, it's the only option, then you drop down to 11 and you've got 11 inch iPad Pro next to an 11 inch here. Next to, I think, an 11-inch iPad, they've all got the same design language. So they've all got the same, you know, flat edges, rounded, and you're, and you're, you're, literally looking at it going, I can't spot a difference. You have to flip it over and you see the different cameras. Then you have to realise, okay, they look the same from the front, but it's only this one that's got Face ID. Um, oh, and that's, but, yeah, yeah. you know, this one's only got 64 giga of RAM. So actually, if you get, a, if you want to get an iPad here, that's the right Size really to be usable. You're only fifty quid off an iPad Pro 11, and you're like, what is this? The keyboards that have come out don't all work for each device.
0: And that's that. That's the strangest thing for me, right? So they've got this nice new flip keyboard that you can use on the new iPad, but you can't use it on the iPad Pro. Um, oh. And I don't think you can use it on the iPad Air. I'm not 100% on that. But either way, it's not all joined up. And things like the old Apple Pencil works with the oh. old iPad, but it doesn't I mean, work. Yep. The So the old iPad doesn't work with the Apple Pencil 2. And also the old Apple Pencil only has a lightning connector. And then the, the new iPad doesn't have a lightning connector port because it's gone USB-C along with all the others. So. I mean, it's it's a, like I say, it feels really disconnected and, and feels complicated rather than that simple. I want that keyboard, I want that iPad, and and you know, and that agreed. pencil.
1: Yeah, agreed. I think it's really messy, um, and 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 it's just not. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it going, is there some is there some reason for it? As, you know, should should this year's iPad Pro have been a bigger upgrade? Because there was lots of rumours around they were going to do some sort of dock thing, they were going to do something else. Kind of feels
0: it, like that, doesn't it? It does feel yeah. like there's they've, there's this something missing that we didn't see there. I, I, um, I
1: do wonder, so i look at the iPad 11-inch Pro and think that's dead, um, because it doesn't have the same screen technology that the 12.9 does. So it feels like you're going to end up maybe with the current big iPad Pro and maybe a bigger one, and something around those docks, and you know, doing something with it. If you look at the how Apple kind of brand things as well, you've now got things like Studio for the, the kind of high-end desktop Mac that isn't a Mac Pro. You've got Ultra for the watch. You know, you've got the you know. The, it feels like there's something going to come there that they're going. There's another story that that, that the lineup right now. You just look at it and go, I'm really confused. Yeah, it does feel um, it. A-
0: so that it seems like, you know, uh, n- newer hardware has some advantages over some of the older hardware, but not in a really coherent, it's not a staged step up no. way. It's, it's no. bizarre. Yeah. But they also bumped up the Apple TV. So um, that's in their 4K. So they've got the A15 Bionic in there. Um, and it, basically they've
1: dropped the price slightly as well. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it dropped slightly. And also the puck slightly smaller. Um, I use an Apple TV a lot so I just went and bought it, it's faster don't notice much difference between it apart from that a um, you know, I, I good upgrade, I think the fact that the price came down a little bit was, was positive but it's also got an A15 in it it's bizarre because it, it's, and again this is where I think I need to just check myself the new iPad that came out I think was an A14,
0: yes the new iPad is A14, that's in the, the lower end model, but, yes, but, but then the Apple TV puck is an A15, yeah it's, it's almost strange. like they got a stock of the... But, but equally, like I say, they, they need to keep that original iPad at starting point in the $400 region. You're right. And, 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 and that's, that'll be the decision made.
1: You know. Exactly. And it's the same, me, me and Shat me have been talking about Steam Deck, so we've both got Steam decks, and, and you want the OLED screen and you want this and you want if it would, you know, had been enough you know, of a better battery, but then it would have been a bigger device. It would have, you know, something else would have been compromised to get you through your battery life, you know, slightly slower CPU... It's it's sitting with all the permutations on a spreadsheet and going, how do, what, what, what do I how do I hit these price points? Yeah, with the features and still in my, in, my, in Apple's cases, I make my thirty eight percent
0: profit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, how do we do that and still make the money on top of it? But yeah, it's for sure. So anyway, there there was there was sort of a lot of hardware that we've but gone through before, um, before we
1: we'll leave Apple. Just a yeah. couple of things to touch on. So I've had um, so it's been Techtober. Um, so new iPhone ultra watch airpods pro um and I just thought quick update loving the watch the just you went the, for the, the full-on chunky didn't you I've got the I've got the ultra um I've got a i'm I'm fat so it sits in the wrist well <laughs> 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 it's um but it's did you know, having that extra battery life and the bigger skin has been has been great I loved it absolutely love it you know I'm really 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 pleased with it iphone probably because ultimately size.
0: you're not so interested in the skydiving and deep sea diving aspects of that f- watch i eh, think it's fair to say not <laughs> at
1: the moment i mean i mean in january i'm doing an ultramarathon like i told you um, I'm not. The, um <laughs> ultramarathon from my sofa the, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, the just just an iphone buggiest iphone i've had in years um, interesting um, all software related. So, so when when sixteen one came out, was it sixteen one or sixty? I can't remember the updates. There's been there's been so many. Um, it just felt like really, you know, every two three days, it would actually just whole reboot. Um some things would just stop working and I'd have to reboot manually myself. It's a sort of really disappointing. I wonder whether just...
0: these are uh, pandemic type hangovers because yeah, that know. you know that, that's the kind of development life cycle isn't it of when things are getting through that kind of update cycle. So it might be hangovers, but but yeah, a couple of things there, Apple wise just not tying together like you like you expect uh, really. Yeah, Air-
1: AirPods Pro, fantastic. I'm you know, really pleased with the sound difference. Rock solid. Use them every day. Yep. Yeah. nice. Well, yay Kanye West. Um,
0: oh so he has been pretty much well. He got banned from Twitter twice in quick succession for being anti-Semitic, and then decided that instead he was going to go and buy parlor Parler's the site, the social media platform that was set up by right-wing conservative voices to try to stop getting themselves banned, where they were getting banned everywhere because. Whilst they think they're speaking truth, they're just spitting vile. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, he's going to go and buy that.
1: Uh, yeah, and 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 a, and a more. Put <laughs> this more in just as a as a bit of context to what we're going to talk next, which is Twitter. Um, but again, he is he needs he needs some mental help. You know, he's like you know the stuff he's been doing. And finally, all the brands disassociated with him as well. Um, and yeah, good luck. I mean, that's the, it's the kind of thing I wouldn't even install that just to see what's being said on it. I have no interest. Well, um, you might funny. have too soon. <laughs> well, well, but it's funny because people, people have tried to brand Twitter as some sort of it's it's all left-wing owned and this is just the yin and the yang and it's like I don't I don't see it that way. You know, there's a... No, the fact that there's so many arguments on Twitter proves that there are people with opposing views going yeah. on there. Yeah. And there is hate speech there on Twitter. You know, yeah. they, they've done up to now... I, I, an improving job around it but parlor some of the stuff that was again that the media was reporting was getting posted on it is just you know disgusting absolutely disgusting. so yeah um hopefully it fails hopefully it dies
0: well one thing that's so since we last spoke so last time we we're on the podcast and the uh, Twitter update I think we'd pretty much got to the point where Musk had, had his hands tied got drawn so that he had to go and buy twitter and since then we've had all hell kind of breaking loose over there he did buy twitter he, ha- he is now the only he got rid of all of the board of directors um, he got rid of sort of the blue check mark of the yeah, sort of free official sort of check mark to say you are a person in the community and instead has made it into a pay per check mark uh, thing he's basically laid off nearly all his staff and, and this weekend locked them out of the building so, in so, a kind of bizarre stage of,
1: you know, weirdness. And there's some bits that I, I can get why he's done it. So Twitter has been mismanaged for years um, in many ways. There's 10,000 staff there. He's overpaid it. He's saddled them with debt. So it was only going to go in one direction where he was going to call staff. And I think some of that you could probably argue. There's probably fatness there. I mean, there's probably people doing...
0: He is not alone in, in cutting
1: yeah. um, social oh, media
0: and social so, ca- staff. At so, it's so horrible. Ama-
1: Amazon have, have, have laid off 10... Oh, sorry, Meta 10,000. Amazon are doing 10,000. Now, whether, whether they're cynically looking at what's happening at Twitter and going, this is the right time to do it. We can quietly this is... do this
0: without yeah. getting the attention that otherwise we would, yeah.
1: Because these companies are still making phenomenal money it's not yeah. i mean twitter is in a debt crisis these other companies are not well facebook get us sorry meta getting there but they're not in a debt crisis but i think they're seeing this as a there's a tightening of the belt you know the worldwide economy crashing you know uk's not alone but we've you know between trust and the lettuce we've made a good old stab at being the worst um but but it's bizarre that after laying off half the staff then laying off thousands of contractors. Then can I put out, you know, almost like a mandate this week that says commit to working crazy hours. Um, hit yes. If you don't hit yes, you're basically terminating your contract. It looks like overnight, I'm seeing things like 80, 90% of the staff have went, I'm done. This is, you know, there's so nobody, again, left in, nobody left in payroll. The whole payroll to, team has left.
0: Just have to take a little bit of, you know, we don't know yet what is going on. Um, we are done. Who you know? Who knows? Maybe it's an AI running it anyway. But equally, it's bizarre. It's it's not just the way, or the the fact that he has been laying off people. It's just there is an there's there is a weird arrogance to the way it's all happened, and and probably illegality as well. I think there's certainly some questions around the legality of the way that all these things have been done, which could have been done in a very different way, but with the same results. So it's just bizarre that you know. That he's making it this black and white thing it does feel like rather like he does want to run it into the ground um uh whether that's to do a phoenix from the ashes type thing or 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 whether there is other things going on um but um, you know it, it almost feels a bit spiteful as well
1: it, it feels very spiteful and and again i was reading so as part of the and we covered it here and we've maybe missed we've missed some of the stuff you know that were happening because it, it it got kind of boring for us because it was just never ending legal I mean the guy's a dish the guys the guys a, an absolute dish um and he thinks he can you know he got involved in the ukraine Russia war you know he he's he, he tried to rescue Thai boys and you know he just gets involved in things that I think he thinks he's now one of these it's almost like a, a bond villain I can do absolutely anything I like and nobody can stop
0: me the reality is not too far away from that it's, though, right it's that's not, the, that's the worrying thing
1: it, it, it's not, but some of the some of the the live decisions he's been making, and it's clear that he's not got a handle on some of the complexities. Um, I mean the thing. So it's BBC. I think it's their third headline today about this. You know we've locked staff out over the weekend, but one of the Twitter staff members has confirmed. And again this I is guess, what this is what i mean i don't
0: no, believe it's, don't believe
1: it, everything you read that's the but one. but there's other people that are all saying i worked with the guy so it's like if you go through the whole twitter thread but again it could all be I things i get yeah, that exactly i believe but he yeah. was in charge of building control he has not accepted the terms he's been terminated and i've reached out to him already saying help we can't get in the building yeah we'll we'll figure that
0: out that sounds just uh like
1: a a fun little said, twitter if, angle if, if and if i was
0: a, a disruptor on the twitter sphere i would also say yeah i, I know bob
1: I a a lot of these people aren't disruptors because the um it's a it's amazing how many are because because some of the some of the ones i'm seeing talk about these things i followed for years and they weren't part of twitter you know they've been acquired or they've been you know brought in and that's where it's like i can see people going. i mean it would be very funny if that is the case. <laughs> We can't get in our buildings. It's a mess. Even the fact that it's like the whole again, confirmed. But I mean, the other bizarre one was he's had his ad executive and his head of safety briefing the advertisers because advertisers are leaving droves because they just think this is a platform that they can no longer trust. So he's losing money. He's tried to come out and say it's a left wing conspiracy and the media are out to get him. You know, the the usual. Where have we heard that before? Exactly. and so he, but he keeps these two guys, on, and it's again, keeps them both on. They brief to advertisers, and the next morning they both leave. Mm. And you're like, where's? The, I, I just, it just feels like, and I hate saying it because I, and again, we've got different views on Twitter. I get value out of it because, I, I can, kind of, I guess, a bit of careful, a careful who I follow. Um, I use lists. Um, I've got some searches in there. I get value out of it. Get real value, you know. I a but a, 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 I admit I'm a news junkie. You could argue it's a bit of doom scrolling. When I woke up this morning, I could tell something had happened because the amount of tweets and you're just like something, something's happened. And it was like, oh my god, it's Twitter. It's everybody talking about Twitter this morning. Um, because I was thinking it is this has there been some escalation in Ukraine? Is there, is there been some, you know, is you know has there been a celebrity death or something? Was you know you can tell there have been some event. It was all Twitter. Um, and again, um, interestingly, people are now going, so what next? Because they don't feel they can trust the platform. So um, I mentioned just at the start around you know Mastodon. I created a Mastodon account four years ago when it was the last time Twitter looked like it was in danger and Mastodon was starting to take off. And it never did for me. I'll it never will. Up. <laughs> My view is if it, I look at will... the clients that are on there now, i'm actually seeing a healthy competition at twitter because i'm seeing people that were on twitter now using mastodon it's not a
0: central location you Again. you can't go to one place and go and get you've got to connect I, to servers and do uh weird shit like that it's it's yeah. Uh, it's user, never going to work
1: don't need to connect to servers so i just fired up the client and you but if you're be not on the on...
0: same server as your buddies then you're you don't get to see all of the stream and you know it's all disconnected it's all discombobulated it's never going to be
1: not not entirely true so yes you can see that entire server stream so if i wanted to join like there's one like dot scott mastodon so if i wanted to join that yes i can watch that server's Stream of conscious around you know three thousand Scottish people are all there trying to pronounce purple burglar alarm. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the um, but I can follow anybody on that server from another server. So if I only wanted to see the twenty people I'm interested in, I can follow them elsewhere. I don't have to join that server to see it. It's ch- but it, but the interaction between
0: the servers is it's confused. It's not it's not a streamlined.
1: Oh, simple I get, no, thing, I and you it's know, hard it, for people to get around because because all of a sudden, how do I? You know, if I if I said to you, fame and Twitter, it's cheaper. People just get it, and they're, and they used to yeah. a hashtag. You know, yeah. Because weird, I was watching a program through the week, and I can't remember what it was. And BBC just, oh, it's Mastermind, and they just put up like hashtag Mastermind. And it's like you're assuming that Twitter exists. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and yeah, they know, will, and they will continue to do so. But you yeah. hashtags
0: exist in other platforms now as you well. Do. So yeah, but,
1: but but there's a number of concepts that don't exist. You know, you you know, you you boost a post. You 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 know you tweet. You know you toot about something. There's different language that I can see people already are going. What what is this strange handle I need to put in? Why am I registering at this other website?
0: And, and it's, you know, all these servers, uh, they are single, individual, isolated things, and they are going to have to deal with, if, if everyone's going to go to Mastodon, Every, they're going to have to deal with all of the additional traffic and they are not going to be able to do it because they don't have an income to do that stretch and otherwise these servers are going to get uh, absolutely rinsed um, because as soon as one becomes a really popular one, that's where everyone will put their account and then it just dies because there's, they haven't got the funding or the you know the capability
1: to do that. I, I, think, I think what we'll see is there'll be an increase in things like, so I've seen a lot of the creative saying, I want Instagram, just follow me on Instagram because that's where I'm putting my... You know, creative type things going yeah, because from one to the next yeah but Instagram's not a, a photo platform anymore you know it has become no. just a social network it is a um, social network I, I i'm seeing lots of people as i said got to mastodon we'll, we'll we'll see in a year's time whether we're whether that's you know still a thing i'm also seeing people talk about actually we'll probably congregate around individual discords you know and just your community will go to a discord and you'll have a here's my
0: we're talking about fragmented disparity twitter will live on the it will be a phoenix from the ashes thing everyone will go back there because it offers a service that they actually will miss when they don't have it anymore they think they can go and recreate in these other services they won't be able to so that's what musk is probably leaning on and also ultimately i think he'll win out that battle
1: it'll be interesting if they just because one of the things he's mused about is just making the whole thing pay to read and tweet pay to use a service and if i get value out of it i would be tempted I don't care about the blue check mark it's just more about the but it depends on the, the the benefit of twitter is everybody not everybody but the people i'm interested in and the things i'm interested in consuming being on that platform yeah if that's what i mean not there,
0: so, fine but if they are this yeah. if they are fragmented and elsewhere it just dies it no longer is yeah. a thing like it used Agreed. to be so
1: Agreed. so yeah okay
0: Alrighty. So Amazon Prime has come out and they've actually offered up their full catalog to Prime members. So their full their music catalog I should say. Uh so 100 million songs uh they've made available. However, the slight uh, fly in the ointment is it's only in that kind of radio service. So you can't you can maybe pick a channel which is related to an artist but they will then curate that based around, the, you know, the genealogy of that music.
1: Uh yeah. I, I... Honestly, see if you're just using your echo and you're just wanting to have a give me a morning playlist, give me an upbeat playlist. This is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, The other thing, um, and I just mentioned to start before we started, um, ad-free podcasts. And at the time, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There won't be money there. There's there's tons of ad-free podcasts now. So, um, one one of my um kind of pickups this year has been the rest is politics. Um, it has usually got two ads at the start add in the middle two ads at the end so nothing nothing too bad you know it's a couple of you know what five minutes over a 40 minute show um you can jump on to um, amazon music and there's no ads so again it's back to you need to you need to use their player which is the same model that spotify are going down around the we want you to, on our platform yeah um, and podcast was always about use any you know, use any Yeah, platform. podcast is different nowadays. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, so it's very you know, there's, there's lots of money there, there's lots of ads. We were just talking about ads at the start, you know, the ads on rest in politics. There is a there's usually one or two readouts that are done. Um, but then there's other ones that are that are injected. and and these are all injected um, you know, based on locality and what time is, you know, so you get something that's really hyper relevant. So I'm
0: guessing that Amazon must play pay the podcast a little bit of revenue for each play or something along those lines different different funding model and seeing whether it's going to work and i guess it just depends whether they come on board with that but yeah so that's uh you know prime continues to be this sort of growing thing and uh, you know they play around with it a little bit don't they to see where it's going to go and what works and what doesn't because most people do just get it for the free delivery or well, that's where they start but but i have to say i've probably now recently got more much far more money out of the or delivery out of the sort of tv side of things and um, and some of the shows. It's not often I go to Amazon Prime, but some of the shows I really like. So,
1: uh, agreed, agreed. There's, um, and I think they're having to do that because I think they're reaching saturation point. From a, you know, a, a, are we, you know, are we getting enough people? Because there's these service revenues, you can uh, you get to a certain point, and it's like you're we maxed out. What you know, and you're then having to deal with churn, uh, unless you're adding value in some way that says I can hook people in. Um, uh, I, think- I mean. Prime Prime, given you know,
0: it's very unpalatable for someone like a Netflix to come out and say, Well, you're on a platform but now you're gonna get charged to watch something. Whereas with Prime, you do, you know, you have your prime That's what's included in Prime but they have plenty and have integrated all of the you can rent this one, you can have this one it doesn't feel as alien in Prime because it's it's an add-on, it's not a trying to sell, you know, you're not just subscribing to that, it's part of the whole ecosystem so actually it feels natural that you have things to rent in there and you can't watch everything for free there is an element that you can and there's an element you can't whereas Netflix I don't think could get away with that I think it would be pretty terminal for them
1: I I think it's a good point because Amazon it's a shop you know, you know that's what you're used to in your head and even apple you're not used to you're used to buying products from them and buying a service from them and um, whereas netflix is um i've got ad free telly so it's be interesting because netflix and again i didn't put it in but they've they have launched or about to launch their ad free not ad free their ad supported you know pay less ad supported yeah just be interesting how that that goes um, the, the only reason they're
0: doing all of this is so that they can suddenly crack down on everyone sharing their usernames, passwords but, but they're, they're offering all these
1: other things but yeah there's not going to do the same so it's like i can just yeah. see it being a thing where all these streaming services that a were very cheap at the start are b going to be more expensive to cover you know cover their costs much, and make a yeah, profit and there'll be ads in there as well
0: yeah as soon as everything becomes just dis- you know disparate it, it all costs loadable more money because there's lots more stuff going into it and everyone values their own stuff at you know higher than
1: than you than the every everyday user would potentially as soon as you're part of the commentators guild i look forward to your advertising <laughs> spots next year <laughs> indeed
0: all right, there you go um we have got to the end of all that yeah a lot of hardware and uh, a little bit of news in there as well um as we progress on through well t- probably the end now for us for uh, 2022 getting to towards that phase anyway um there's often not too much more news to come uh, have you got anything else though before we head off we did see i think you've put topics in here in the ftx crypto crash we haven't really covered at all and that is something we you know keeping an eye on and seeing whether
1: that is going to be a thing. Uh, well it just looks like that there was there was just theft. <laughs> you know, it was just basically a fraudulent whether sentence. yeah theft or
0: you know absolute gross misconduct, but it feels a little bit like either of those meant that money leaked away
1: somewhere. Yeah. Um so I think we've seen what crypto really crash over the last year. Um and a real you know NFTs have just, you know, but a thing, and their values. Well, just all, they, It's all been sort of brought into that one pretty unsavoury,
0: you know, you know where you know all these supposed geniuses running these, you know, exchanges and stuff like that, and actually ends up being they're they're just they're just leons,
1: aren't they? It it feels like it, you know, and it, it's it's hard not to it's hard not to see it as a. And we talked about it. It's hard not to see it as a total pyramid scheme that has got real grifters and amongst it and uh um, it, def-
0: it definitely definitely has uh, yeah. uh you know all everyone still says there is a place for crypto i think we just never found it yet and it's certainly not it's certainly not for little pictures uh,
1: <laughs> 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 i'll do some editing later the, um, <laughs> it, 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 it reminds me of somewhere in like vr and i was really bullish around vr i still am i still think there's something there around it's its future but i think the hardware needs to get to a point where it is i like think normal that's glasses
0: i think it's hateful that you can buy something in vr that is a brand name from real life that you have to then spend oh i think that is, I, i'm
1: it's talking i'm talking about the sorry what i was meaning is i still think there's something there around if i'm wearing like a set of these glasses and i'm going for a walk outside that there's 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 something to have meant an experience and i'm i'm consuming information i still think there's a potential and it and it won't be for me, but because because I, I get irritated in the cinema just with the slightest distraction. But some people will totally want to watch the latest episode of, um, I don't know, you know, you know, the hot program, but sitting in the house and somebody else is sitting next to them, they can turn and almost feel like they're having a conversation. There's just there's, there's something that I think there's there's too much there that you but but I I don't think the hardware's there for it. Slapping on a huge you know hunk of plastic isn't the answer for two or three hours I, not, I just not yet no no but not there yet but i know and we're 10 years on from the kickstarter of oculus mm. and is it really that different
0: no i don't i, so, I don't think it is no we're always you know, going so to like, say back to the starting process of you know much more yeah. heavyweight, expensive and so yeah, when well, like, we always expect it to go lightweight cheap yeah. and
1: you know yeah yeah and it just feels like the kind of the leaps in battery glass, other things, isn't there? It feels like, but it's a twenty thirty thing before this becomes compelling. But then Apple could rock up next year and go, "Here's what we're building."
0: I think we'll see the you know the old Google Glasses that kind of concept mm. will come back because I think people are more open to it nowadays. It, it got shut down on that privacy aspect, but actually I think it will, we'll see a return to that. But anyway, that is our podcast for now. So thank you very much. I was, for getting... I was
1: going to do one recommendation. Oh, go on then. Yeah. Which is Absolutely. cheap. Uh, Vampire Survivors I may have mentioned it before <laughs> I love that little game Played it on the Steam Deck and It's fantastic And It's free on Game Pass On Xbox now oh, So okay. you can just install it on Xbox um, Well and... there you go That's
0: something I can Use the bandwidth to download And play once and then Forever <laughs> You won't play it once Good <laughs> Cons- yeah interesting there are there there are quite a few game types that i know that you enjoy that i'm pretty sure i won't (laughs) and this sounds like one of them i don't know why it feels like that it just does feel like that okay but maybe you know who knows maybe it'll be my new favorite i won (laughs) (laughs) all right so there you go go and check that out uh, across all your platforms so if you want to find out more about us, who we are, what we do, digitaloutbox.com, info at digitaloutbox.com, email address, Twitter is digitaloutbox. Uh, you can find me on, well, Twitter at the moment is cheesy CheesyUK. Ian, where do we find you? I guess you're going to have to put your blog out there because who knows where you're going to be.
1: Exactly, Ian, iandick.com, um, you which now has a link to my Mastodon profile. Ah, so, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lovely. Thank you very much and we will speak to you again soon. ta da Goodbye soon is a relative term it's
1: who knows who knows
0: who knows